Hello again, wrestling fans, and welcome to another edition of Fantasy Warfare Tournament. This is part four of our greatest theme songs edition. In this case, we're doing the wild card. So we have eight uh, theme songs from TNA Impact, because we really couldn't come up with 16 of them. And then there were some leftovers from the other three divisions, WCW, WWF, and WCW, that are going to be included in this bracket. As always, we are joined in Toronto from Stephen. Stephen, how are you doing? I know it's crazy times with health units and all this other stuff, but how are you? I'm good. It, I wish my life would get back to a little semi-normal. It, uh, it's very busy. I am watching the Blue Jays, though, in the playoffs, so it puts me on a little bit of calm, but... Uh, yeah, uh, it's been, uh, very busy. That's why they won't see me for a couple of weeks after this one. Okay. Well, uh, I think, uh, Chris Maloney is going to be returning to take your seat, uh, as you, uh, try and find sanity and all that, uh, if, uh, even happens with what's going on, uh, those tuning in today or for this episode, Wednesday at 6 15 ish on YouTube. They will know we're recording ahead of time. This is Tuesday, game one of the playoffs that you're re referencing because even Jonesy in Niagara Falls is watching it too. How are you, Jonesy? I'm doing good. Of course, we have a little bit of a time zone uh, difference here about uh, 15 minutes from you guys. And, oh, my God, the Blue Jays got a grand slam. All right. <laughs> Woo. Okay. Um, anyways, yeah, I'm doing pretty good here. Awesome. Uh, so, uh, yeah, this is uh, part four. I'm going to show the uh, video of what we're going to be reviewing uh, today, and then we are going to uh, break down the brackets with Steven. So let's get that going. Okay, so Steven, can you break down our bracket? We've got, to start with the beautiful people versus Johnny B. Bad. Uh, Aces and Eights versus Ravishing Rick Rude, which I believe is the WWF. Yep. Um, Sami Zayn versus Jeff Jarrett, which is his TNA theme. Beer Money versus the Nasty Boys, and that's their WCW theme. Brutus the Barber Beefcake versus Mickey James, which is TNA theme. Uh, Motor City Machine Guns versus um, Bobby Roode, which is his uh, NXT slash main roster WWE. Hulk Hogan, American Made, which is his WCW. You have then L versus LAX. And the final matchup is Abyss versus the Honky Tonk Man, which is his WWF theme song. Yeah, from the Prowl Driver album. Um, people who are joining us uh, on this uh, can look in the comments or the description of uh, what we're uh, talking about tonight. And there's going to be a uh, link to a uh, YouTube playlist with all these songs, except for the Honky Talk Man, because I don't know what happened. I'll have to look for another version to put in that list, but somehow it got deleted. 
So it was a WWE thing, maybe. Copyright, uh, they finally discovered it and pulled it from YouTube. But I will find another version of the Honky Tonk Man's uh, song from the Pile Driver album. And you can follow along with what we uh, listened to prior to coming on the air. Some of us, just moments before coming on, uh, finished listening to it uh, as a refresher again. Because, you know, trying to get uh, the feel of the songs. But that's what we're going to uh, do tonight. Uh, anything that you guys uh, see coming out of this before we dive into match number one? I forgot how bad the 80s and early 90s themes are. Hmm. There's some shit. Yes, but I want to go back in uh, the new year and just do 80s and or uh, theme songs just to have some fun. Come on, it. we missed out on Jive So Bro. Um, oh, yeah, I'll be drunk while we do it because maybe that will make the songs better. <laughs> I loved them as a kid, but now I'm like, wow, they were horrible. Jones, <laughs> your thoughts before we dive into batch number one? It That is just like when you watch you know, the A-team now, it's like, I I know it's enjoyable as a child, but now you're like, oh my God, this is so bad. <laughs> yeah, and you don't realize that everybody on the team gets hit with a bullet, but they couldn't shoot any bad guys. And Nope, and the helicopter wait. could crash with the people in it, and they would get out, and their, their uh, ties would still be straight. Yeah, gotta love 80s TV. So uh, we're jumping in with the beautiful people uh, representing uh, Impact Wrestling and TNA taking on Johnny B. Bad. Uh, so we got the beautiful people. As I said, they're from uh, TNA. Uh, they debuted in 2007. Uh, they were around basically 2007 uh, to 2011. Had a brief run again in 2012. And then again in 2014 to 16, I believe right now Velvet uh, Sky and Angelina Love are hanging out over in Ring of Honor. Uh, but the beautiful people have had a couple of incarnations uh, with them. Uh, as I said, Velvet and Angelina. But then they added Madison Rain. There was Lacey Von Eric, um, Mandy Leon. I don't recall seeing her uh, part of it. But no, I, really, I don't watch much TNA. No, she's part of the, the new um, their ROH thing that they're doing. Okay. That would explain why I'm not familiar with her, because she's in the ROH uh, side of things. Um, their song is definitely catchy for a little bit, but then it just gets repetitive and probably the best thing of their whole entrance is obviously velvet getting into the ring and bending over in the camera, just zooming in on her. And you wonder why bully Ray hooked up with her shocking, but they're taking on WCW's Johnny bad, or as most people know, Mark Merrow. And I don't know. It, it, it's a weird uh, sort of combination. That song is because it sounds like it's going to be like a 50s sort of uh, doo-wop, uh, rock and roll type song. But then when the guy starts singing, it almost sounds a little country-ish. Uh, but, you know, it says, oh, here comes Johnny Bad. You don't want to make him mad. He's pretty as a pitcher. He looks just like little Richard. And that was one of the things that Dusty Rhodes created was uh, Johnny Bad. And unfortunately, it's what Vince McMahon fell in love with. Uh, when bringing him over to WWE and doing the wild man, Mark Merrow, he actually thought he was getting Johnny B. Bad. And, you know, unfortunately, Mark Merrow's career and injuries didn't help too much. But the song does also talk about his Golden Gloves sort of uh, career because of his knockout punch. And we later on saw Mark Merrow doing the boxer type gimmick. Listening to these two songs, I was a fan uh, somewhat of Johnny B. Bad's, uh, even though it was crazy doing the uh, frisbee tosses just like Lanny Poffo did, and then the uh, Bad Blasters uh, confetti all over the place. He had his uh, robes like Randy Savage. He was like diving into the, uh, as Conrad and 
uh, Bruce liked to say, the box of gimmicks, and he pulled everything out and just went, let's go to the ring with it. Uh, but I did enjoy the song, and especially compared to the beautiful people. I got to pick Johnny B. Bad over beautiful people. Steven. See, and I, I love Johnny B. Bad because I remember him, watching him. He would always open every pay-per-view. Yeah, because he was actually, he could go. But the more I've listened to the song, the more I think it's horrible. And the beautiful people, I actually like that song. So my vote's actually for the beautiful people. Jonesy? Uh, <laughs> you know, this is one of those ones where you could I could flip a coin on. I like the beautiful people song on its own. I don't think of wrestling. I just think of an awesome song. Uh, Johnny B. Bad's one, it, it's fun. He's fun when he goes out there. If I had to pick between the two songs, because you do, beautiful. Yeah, that's kind of the point of this. You have to pick. Well, then it would. It has to be Johnny B. Bad because we're talking wrestling, not sitting there and enjoying a song. So I'd have to say Johnny B. Bad with his entrance in that song, it fit, and and it, it kind of had a Duke's a Hazard feel to it. Yeah, that's that's what I mean because it sounded like it was going to be a, a rock and roll song like uh, Little Richard and uh, Chuck Berry, and actually, you know, it sounds country, kind of weird. Uh, so Johnny B. Bad is moving on to the second round, which brings us to match number two, and that has Aces and Eights taking on Ravishing Rick Rude. Steven. Um. So Aces and Eights. And I was tasked to find a lot of the shitty TNA music. So they're one of the few that actually can make it through because they didn't have a lot of good stuff. Um, it was very, it's very generic. It didn't, it fit the group, I guess, but the group was horrible. So, and the music wasn't great. And then Ravishing Recruit, I remember as a kid hearing that music from the start and you just hated them and it's it's rick root all the way jonesy um i like the ace in this in eight song and it, i think it went well with their entrance um it's got a hard country feel to it and uh actually i thought the finger uh plucking in in the song was pretty good for a song, uh, I don't know if it was created for wrestling or it was, you know, an indie band or exactly what the backstory on that is, but it's not a bad song. Rick Rude song, it, the only problem with it now is I hear it, I see it, and, you know, Rick Rude's there and he's got the towel, and then May Young's boobs fall out, and it's like, oh, oh. so, but I have to go with Rick Rude. So that's two for Rick Rude. He's moving on. And I'm going to go and have a, a clean sweep. Um, I did enjoy the Aces and Eights song. It's one that can play in the background and be uh, good background white noise, I guess. Um, it definitely talks, uh, mentions about the fact that the Aces and Eights and the cards. And uh, it's, a, a, it's a dead man's hand. Uh, if you're familiar with the Old West. And it did give almost that uh, feeling of uh, a biker gang. Uh, I'm trying to think of the uh, TV show at the moment. I'm drawing a blank that uh, was about bikers and all that. But then you get Ravishing Recruit. And I'm a sax player. And, of course, at the same time, you're thinking, here comes uh, Chippendales but, uh, guy. But you got... Bobby Heenan, who he didn't really like uh, managing him. But we got on the microphone and said, like, for all you sweat hogs to uh, feast your eyes on a real man, it made Rick Rude. And it was awesome. So uh, it's a clean sweep for Rick. And we move on to match number three. Sami Zayn, Canada's own, taking on Double J, Jeff Jarrett. Jonesy? 
I, I'm sorry, I'm uh, quickly writing a little uh, thought on the one, okay, uh, Sami Zayn and Worlds Apart. Yeah, that song. Um, I've heard it, but I, I don't, I'm not super familiar with it, but it, it just sounds too happy. It, 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 like, for a wrestling character that can wrestle the way he does, he, he looks, you know, fairly tough, but a soft side to him, but I don't know. It it, it it has a huge America's Funniest Videos feel to it. I just it just sounds like it's generic from that. But it is a good good song, uh, I I think. But I don't know if it fits. It almost like God Bailey could could take it and it would fit her. Um, the teenage Jeff Jarrett one. You know that that's a song I I I like after. The beginning is done. Uh, the beginning noise is really freaking annoying, but the song itself, I think, is pretty good. Uh, it, it, the noise does get your attention when it comes out, so maybe that's you know, <laughs> it's it's fitting because I never, I was never a fan of Jeff Jarrett. Um, uh, I didn't feel it actually fit Jarrett. Like, I I think. He, his entrance is fine, except the music didn't fit him. So, I'd have to go with Sami Zayn on it. Okay, so vote for uh, Sami Zayn. And uh, that gives it to me. I did not enjoy the Jeff Jarrett song, uh, so I'm giving away my vote right now. Uh, it's going to be for Sami Zayn. It just, the annoying siren and it almost warned you that, yes, it's time for the bathroom break. Jeff Jarrett is coming out. Um, Sami Zayn has a good ska uh, sort of uh, rhythm to it. He danced out to it. I had it in my car uh, as something I could just play in my in the uh, jukebox that allowed for memory uh, songs to be downloaded. And it's another one of those songs almost like uh, – Shinsuke Nakamura's, where the fans were, especially when he was face, were singing along to it. I don't know if it goes along with this heel persona that he has, but uh, it definitely fit him uh, with his uh, fan favorite uh, side of things. It's funny that you said it was kind of generic, uh, Jonesy, considering he was El Generico in uh, the Indies. But, yeah, I like that song. I thought it fit well, especially with his uh, face persona. Uh, not so much right at the moment. Uh, once again, Stephen, is it a clean sweep, or does Jared get your vote? Jared actually gets my vote. I actually prefer Jared's music. I thought it just fits the character a lot more, especially in TNA. Uh, Sami Zayn, I just, I, it, the music doesn't fit who he is, the character, so... Jared would get my vote. Okay, so that moves on to match number four. Uh, we are doing Beer Money Inc. versus the Nasty Boys, WCW's uh, song. They're both really good songs, I think. I, I really actually did enjoy them listening to them. Um, I was kind of a fan of the Nasty Boys uh, from when I saw them in the AWA, WCW, and WD and back to WCW, and this is their song when they returned. Um, it's the record scratching uh, mix. You hear the Nasty Boys both singing or attempting to sing in it, uh, who they are and the Nasty Boys. And then there's Beer Money. Um, it's definitely doing the countryside of uh, the team with uh, James Storm, and uh, they were together from 08 to 2011, excuse me, and again in 2016 before Bobby Roode ended up leaving for NXT. Um, but it tells who they are. Watch your uh, money, watch your beer. Uh, it actually fit the team really well, I thought. And surprisingly enough, I'm going to vote for a TNA song to go into the second round. Not sure if it's going to make it, but I'm voting for beer money. Steven. Um, 
this might be the only TNA song that moves on, but uh, mine is for Beer Money. I think it fit a lot better. The Nasty Boys, God loves them. Well, I thought this music, this song was horrible, especially because they sang it. They should have had someone else or auto-tune it or something because it was bad. Jonesy, I know I already know where your boat's going. Well, you know, it normally would go to the Nasty Boys, and if I hadn't actually reheard the song, I I would have thought it was it was great. Um, I guess I just wasn't really listening to the song itself. It was just bad. It was it was you know what WCW you had the right idea, but you didn't deliver a, that song. The same idea by someone else could have been great. But the money that they have, they couldn't have had a decent music director. Anyways, um, no, actually, I'd vote for pure money in this. Wow, a clean sweep. Yeah, it kind of surprised me on that one, too. So that brings us to match number five with Brutus the Barber Beefcake, or if you are listening to any of Conrad Thompson stuff, Brutus the Fucking Barber Beefcake because he beat Kurt Hennig at Mania 6, taking on Mickey James from TNA Music. Uh, Brutus, uh, I don't know. I That song, I get it. I loved it as a kid. I'd pop every time I hear it. But re-listening to it, the more I listened to it, the more I was like, was I drinking as a child to like that song? Because I, I, now, the more I listen to it, the more I'm like, ooh, I don't like that. And then you have Mickey James, Hardcore Country. She wrote it. She sang it. She performed it. It fit the character. It fit the country girl that she was pro- portraying in TNA. Um, my vote's going for Mickey James. Jonesy. Uh, yeah, uh, Mickey James. That That's a just bad country <laughs> Right there. I mean, if she wasn't the one singing it, it would have been better because she just she they shouldn't have had her singing on that. And if so, she should have been duetting with someone else, so you wouldn't have noticed that she's off key the whole time. Um, the beefcake one, the shittier the sound system is in the arena, the better that one was. It was just it had this cool beat to it. Uh, and I think it, I think it fit the feeling of what he was wearing. It just, for me, it just went together. I, I like that theme. Uh, if I was stuck on an island and that's the only song I could listen to, I wouldn't listen to it. <laughs> but um, yeah, for me, it's it's beefcake on that one. Even though the song, it's only good on Bad System, man. Yeah. Um... I was a fan of Beefcake uh, as a kid. I looked forward to him uh, taking that Intercontinental title away from the Honky Tonk Man, and then he got that parasailing accident. And I think there was another uh, stop-and-start moment as well uh, that avoided him getting uh, the title. But uh, his song does when well. When he arrested for taking out Hogan's knee. Yeah. That's later on. But um, anyways... The music allows him to do his strutting and cutting and everything that he uh, was doing in uh, WWE. Um, he definitely got fans' uh, support. But Mickey James, that's her actual life now, is doing uh, country music when she's not wrestling. And so uh, she's making a living out of it somewhat, I guess, and going on tours. Uh, it definitely gave her a different edge and uh, character instead of just being the stalker of uh, uh, Trish Stratus and from WWE. Of course, James Storm pushed her off a uh, railway thing, and she should have been dead by hit by a train, but she's alive. Mickey James, I enjoyed her song more than Beefcake, so Mickey is going to move on. So it's actually now two songs from... Impact TNA that are advancing, which surprised me. I I did not expect that one to be. Yeah, 
Uh, next up is uh, Motor City Machine Guns. Oh, this was the wrong one. Motor City Machine Guns against Bobby Roode. And that goes to Jonesy. Oh, all right. Um, the teeny Motor City Machine Gun hadn't really heard this song until then. So uh, I found it wasn't a polished uh, song. Uh, too much noise. Uh, the break is good when the noise stops. Uh, and it's just like a guitar. But that's about it. Um, Bobby Roode's one. Especially that clip. I mean, what beat that entrance? That's just great. It's like a Ric Flair entrance. Uh, um, I think the glorious one definitely. Uh, I go with. I don't. I don't know if it will win, but I think it's one of the strong contenders for just a good entrance and a song that is good on its own. But then when you actually do it with a live choir, it just makes it better. So um, I think, you know, it's got those two punches in it. Uh, I, I'm voting for that one. Yeah, um, myself, I'm going uh, to shut off Mercy Machine Guns music as soon as it comes on. It's it's almost like as annoying as Jeff Jarrett, uh, to be honest. I, I did not enjoy it at all. I was waiting for that uh, track to be done so I could just move on. Um, Bobby Roode, and as people saw just the other night on Monday Night Raw, he's back. He's gotten uh, back across the border and is back on TV, and he came out to this glorious music. Um, yeah, and the version that I found uh, for the uh, playlist, I believe, was from TakeOver, and they had a, uh, a TakeOver in Toronto, should I say, and they had a choir there leading it. And then we came out, just everything that comes with that. It's a modern day Ric Flair uh, feel to it. Uh, modern day, not. I saw that, I saw that look there, uh, Stephen. That's but, a stretch. You know, That's a stretch. I know. But I'm going to go with uh, Bobby Roode advancing uh, to the next round. Well, let's not say it's a modern-day Ric Flair, because it's not. Because I love the song, and they're getting my vote. He's getting my vote. But it's not a modern-day Ric Flair, because he's a jobber, unfortunately. But he's getting at my vote, so he moves on 3-0. He's only a jobber right now because he's on Raw. He was really good on when he was in NXT. So well, hopefully he gets... Drafted over to uh, SmackDown again, or something happens now that he's back, and maybe he gets a push like uh, Sami Zayn is compared to what people thought he was going to get buried. Oh, yes, but I'm not holding my breath. Yeah, it's got hey. guys like Bobby Roode that the IC belt makes them better. Why isn't a guy like him having a long run with that belt? Because as a world champion, yeah, maybe in the smaller territories, but in the WWE, harder stretch. You got to earn it. That that IC belt have a good strong run with that. Yeah, IC or US or go back to NXT uh, would be well. Uh, I thought for a moment he was going to be that mystery guy that's uh, showing up on. NXT, but he showed up I, last night. I have a. I think I know who's going to show up on NXT, but oh, it's probably Bo. But that's taking away from what we're uh, doing, and we'll save that for Scumbags uh, podcast, uh, especially tomorrow with Bo's the back. <gasps> review. But we're going on to Hulk Hogan, WCW American Made, taking on LAX. Now, this uh, theme of Hogan, we've had a couple themes from Hogan in the uh, four weeks that we've uh, been doing this. And this was what, uh, what he used when he came to WCW. I had the ticker tape parade in uh, Disney or in Orlando uh, coming uh, 
to do his uh, signing of the contract. At the time, he was living there filming uh, Thunder in Paradise. Actually, a decent show, like uh, on the lines of a uh, Baywatch, but he was there. That's why they were able to get him, limited dates. And with Jimmy Hart in tow, Jimmy made his best effort of doing a real American song, but WCW style, uh, and that's where we get uh, this whole American-made uh, theme. It fit well for Hogan. Of course, fans really didn't get behind him, and we saw him become the third man for the NWO and do that music and uh, jump over to Jimi Hendrix when the NWO music was getting too uh, thinned out. But for two years, Hogan used this uh, American-made song. He's taking on LAX. Um, the version we found was uh, the original one with Homicide. Uh, let's see. Homicide, Hernandez, and uh, Conan part of it. Uh, it's basically gangster, uh, Latino uh, music, uh, talking about uh, the streets in Miami and Florida and all that. I think they even um, reference Rey Mysterio in the uh, uh, song as well, uh, if you continue to listen to it. But it's like really uh, hood, uh, gangster-type rap going on, uh, sirens. It fit that team really well. Um, giving my vote, though, to Hogan. As a non-Hogan fan, you know, I'm going lean his way. Uh, just because it was a fresh start uh, for him for WCW uh, when he basically worn out his welcome in WWE and left quickly after uh, gaining the title after WrestleMania 9 and dropping it to Zuna at uh, King of the Ring in a lame match. Uh, so Hogan's getting my vote uh, for his fresh start. Steven? I absolutely hated the Hulk Hogan theme. Hated it. I think it's the... I just don't like it. It could have. It could. I actually thought the first time I heard it when we were when you sent the list out, it was for what was the shitty WCW Bagwell and the Patriot American Males. That's what I thought it was for. Well, actually, American Males was uh, Scotty Riggs and Bagwell. Uh, Even when, was yeah. it Stars and Stripes? Stars and Stripes, I believe. Yeah, yeah that's what I actually thought this was for. I I think. That just didn't – the Hogan theme. I love the LAX. The gunshots to start off with catches your attention right away. I love it. I, my vote's LAX. And Jonesy. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I'm the tiebreaker on this one. And <clears throat> that Hogan song is – it's like one of my all-time favorites because it just drips with cheese. But it's actually – for WCW, for the the some of the stuff they did in the songs, I thought that one for wrestling, because you got to remember where it comes from. It's come from the world of wrestling. And I think it matches up to Hogan's song in WWF. I really do. It For a song that is a, a, a complete... Not, I don't want to say rip off, but it's like, okay, we need a song and it needs to be just like this one, except completely different, but the same so we don't get sued. And they delivered. It's a great song for him to come out to after being in the WWF and to find a song like that to create it. Uh, and it, it fit him. You can, you could play that over top of the. Hogan song in WWF and dub in the WCW version and it would fit just as good. Um, for, for me, that that song is just better than the, the Impact one. It, does, it, it actually, the Impact one sounds like um, uh, something from like a show like The Shield or whatever. Uh, it's good, but I, I just, the Hogan song, again, it's like a sequel to a movie done by a completely different production group. And you're like, oh man, it's going to be shitty. And then you see it and you're like, actually, you know what? That's not bad for a sequel. That's how I'm looking at it. Okay, so Hogan 
is moving on with a two to one uh, victory. And our final matchup in this first round has Abyss from TNA taking on the Honky Tonk Man and Steven. So let's start with the Honky Tonk Man. Another 80s crapola. I remember as a kid, you hear that uh, music come on and you just right away, you're like, oh, I don't like him. Honky Tonk Man sucks because he's usually fight one of our favorites. Ultimate Warrior, uh, Brutus, uh, Bret Hart, something like that. Now, the more I've listened to it, the more I'm like, oh, why did I ever get sucked into this? But And then you got Abyss, and I just, I like Abyss. I thought the music fit the character, that creepy, I just, I'm going Abyss. Yeah, I'm going completely honky-tonk on this one. Uh that honky tonk song was perfect for that time. It just fit in so good. Uh, it's an annoying song, but it just it just fit. It's an entrance, and that's an entrance song. It's not necessarily a good song, but it fits the wrestling world, especially at that time. Uh, just for me, the best song. It, it's got a superhero feel to it, uh, but it's just not as good as the Honky Tonk song. How, again, I, I love theme songs, and the cheesier sometimes the better, and this one fits. So, yeah, Honky Man. Okay, so I'm the tiebreaker <laughs> on this one. Uh, I'm going to go towards the fact that I love the Pile Driver album. Uh, hockey. Is, I even had the video uh, that they put out, Coliseum Home Video, put all the videos together, including uh, Girls in Cars, Demolition, uh, Pile Driver, uh, Stand Back. They were all on there. Uh, hockey, I think, was the lead in this one. As I mentioned, also there was Jive Slow Bro, and they picked up almost where they drove through uh, the construction site with her. Uh, Pile driver video. Uh, just it fit the honky tonk man. Nobody liked him. It was an annoying song. Uh, something he can do uh, to be his Elvis impersonator and just get a ton of heat on him. And then when he had uh, either uh, Sherry Martell doing uh, Peggy Sue singing in the background, it just fit how bad he was. Uh, and you just wanted to hate on him. Abyss. Never really got behind uh, Chris Park, Joseph Park, whatever he wants to be called today in, uh, on SmackDown. Uh, he just seemed way too much of a ripoff love child of uh, Mankind and uh, Kane, just with his backstory line, the way he looked and stuff like that. This song fits in that category of The Undertaker, Boogeyman, uh, Bray Wyatt, and all those uh, type of characters, Kane and Mankind. Eh, I'm okay with it, but it didn't really light my world on fire. Uh, as a kid, loved the Honky Tonk Man uh, deal. So Honky is moving on in a two to one vote, and that can, brings. Can I ask about? Can I ask about the girls in cars song? There does does that song light your fire? Robbie Dupree, he doesn't even it doesn't even show up if you Google hit that song. I don't know. I I like Girls and Cars because it was strike force. It is there. You can find it on YouTube. I've found that song before on YouTube. I you played for it Nessa YouTube, once in a while. You can't find it on Spotify. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I looked on Spotify. Anyway, so that uh, concludes round number one. Steven, would you like to break down our first round. Yes, yeah, so uh, match one, try to be bad, beat the beautiful people, 2-1. Uh, Ravishing Rick Rude beat Aces and Eights, 3-0. Sami Zayn beat Jeff Jarrett TNA, 2-1. Uh, Beer Money beat the Nasty Boys, 3-0, which I thought, I'll consider that an upset. Um, this also is a huge upset. Bruce the Barber Beefcake lost to Mickey James TNA, 2-1. Um, uh, Robert Rude beat 
uh, Motor City Machine Guns, 3-0. Hulk Hogan, American Made, uh, beat LAX 2-1. Hockey Talk Man beat Abyss 2-1. So, second round. I hit the wrong thing. Yep. Second round has Johnny B. Bad taking on Ravishing Rick Rude. Sammy Zayn versus Beer Money. Mickey James TNA versus Robert Rude. Hulk Hogan, American Made, versus the Honky Tonk Man. So we got some cheese second round. Anything surprising, match round one? I think the Mickey James beating Brutus is an upset in my. Yeah, uh, between that and uh, also uh, maybe Beer Money uh, taking out uh, the Nasty Boys. Uh, Definitely a little bit of surprise that uh, some uh, combinations like that made it out of the first round. Jonesy? Uh, nothing really surprised me. And I actually, I didn't, I didn't know what the very last song was because it wasn't on the uh, YouTube list when I uh, wrote it up. And uh, so... Uh, Honky Tonk Man. I don't think it will go much further, but uh, we'll see. Okay. So that takes us to our first uh, match in round number two. I'm just setting this up. And that is Johnny B. Bad taking on Ravishing Rick Rude. And Jonesy, you get this one. For me, it's both songs are fairly equal. Um, so, I mean, the, the, the Rick Rude one they, they've used before for May Young. Uh, <clears throat> it's it's a kind of tough one because the, the Rick Rude one, I think it's good. It's really good in an arena. It just sounds like. It's one of the better ones. It didn't have um, any talking in it. He did that on, on the microphone, of course, but uh, it's just got that stripper feel. It's it's. I got to vote for it over the Johnny B. Bad one, even though I think Johnny B. Bad's antics were maybe a little more entertaining because Rick Rude, the boring thing about his entrance was he never really changed it up, but think it's still better than Johnny B. Bad, so I'm going with Rick Rude. Okay. Uh, looks like Steven might be the one breaking this tie, because as I said, I kind of like the uh, Johnny B. Bad song uh, just because of how it fit his entrance with the Frisbees and the Bad Blasters and the capes and everything. Um, and, of course, how he had the uh, lipstick uh, or the lips that stuck on people, the kiss that don't miss. Uh, just everything fit with him. And, uh, of course, Ravishing Record, as uh, you just said, Jonesy, seemed like a stripper uh, doing his thing. Uh, of course, he took off the robe and uh, swiveled the hips and brought in the women, including uh, Cheryl Roberts. But I'm going with Johnny Bad. Steven? Uh, can I say both of these? I'm not a fan of really either of these. But since I have to vote, uh, I'm going Rick Rude. Okay. So Ravishing Rick Rude is moving on. And that takes us to Sami Zayn against Beer Money, Inc. Uh, two good songs, in my opinion. Um, but only one has actually made it into my car. And that is Sami Zayn, the ska uh, sort of uh, feel to it. The, it. It's a fun song. I enjoyed it more than Beer Money, Inc. So I'm going to uh, vote for that one to advance. Uh, Steven. Beer Money. I think it fits the characters a hundred times better than a basic could have been for anyone. And it doesn't fit the character. So, beer money for me. Jonesy gets to break this tie. Yeah, and it sucks because I don't care for either one of these songs. I mean, Zane is the same one. 
is fun, but um, oh, making me decide on this. Which one's the better entrance, though? See, the problem is I haven't really seen the Zami Zane entrance. I've seen the beer money one enough. Um, kind of, uh, yeah. I, I got to go with beer money. They're the, the just the tag team. And, I mean, like the entrance. I, I remember uh, watching it when it was on TNN there for a while. I think they were on it, so... Um, I gotta go with that one. Okay. Our next matchup sees Mickey James against Bobby Roode. Um, this is easy. Bobby Roode. I love the Mickey James hardcore country theme, but it's facing glorious, so it's Bobby Roode. And I expect this to be probably a clean sweep. Jonesy? He's right so far. <laughs> that was my yeah, vote. <laughs> will be a sweep. Uh, love Mickey James, but the song isn't uh, doing it for me. And that brings us to then Hulk Hogan taking on the Honky Tonk Man. Joe, yeah, Jonesy. Yeah, yeah uh, <clears throat> I mean the Hogan one. Uh, I did, I do like the Honky Tonk Man one, especially at WrestleMania six. It just looked good, and, but I don't know. It's too. It was. It's hard to say it's too cheesy because the Hogan song's cheesy too. But uh, that Hogan song again, like I said, it's it's. It's very good for a uh, uh, an imitation of what the WWF song was. So, uh, Hogan for me. Uh, yeah, I think Honky is just too classic, uh, considering Hogan was uh, basically, as you pointed out earlier, Chris, it was a sort of rip-off mockery of uh, Real American uh, trying to uh, freshen up that whole thing. And instead but it was good. Original. <laughs> it wasn't as original as just being there. Uh, Honky Tonk Man, I think, fit him. It's just more of a classic song uh, than American Made. American Made only lasted two years. Hockey lasted a lot longer. Steven is the tiebreaker. Do I have to vote for either of these? Apparently so. Hey, hey, hey remember, I, I I voted in the Bobby, no, sorry, in the uh, uh, beer money one uh, that I didn't give a crap about. So. Hey, I've had to vote. You get to make a decision. Uh, I'm going Hogan just because it's Hulk Hogan. Um, even though I think both songs are horrible, but it's Hogan's and it fit. It, unfortunately, it's just a ripoff, but it fits. Okay. So let me let me go back to that exciting round. Um, Rick Rude beat Randy Bad two one. Sammy Zayn lost to Beer Money two uh, one. Uh, Robert Rude beat uh, Mickey James three zero, and Hulk Hogan American made. Beat Honky Tonk Man 2-1. Semifinals are Rick Rude versus Beer Money and Robert Rude versus uh, Hulk Hogan. Okay. I don't, at least for me, there was no surprises in round two. I don't know about you guys, but there was nothing that surprised me. No, not really. It uh, seemed to play out uh, pretty easily. Uh, not much of a surprise. Jones? Nope. Not much of a surprise on that one. Okay, so that brings us to our first semifinal. I'm just setting up the next one. And that is Ravishing Recruit against Beer Money Inc. And that is right there. So we then look at these two together. 
as much as I'm a sax uh, player and love uh, that song, it could have been for anybody, really. Uh, Jones, I think you pointed out that uh, Mae Young even used it at maybe the Royal Rumble or something like that. Uh, Beer Money, Inc. tells the story of them. Uh, yeah, for me, it's going to be Beer Money. And somebody played something they... Me, I got bored. I got bored. Uh, I'm going um, Bobby Roode, or Rick Roode. Rick Roode, okay. And Jonesy. With the yeah. tiebreaker. Rick Roode. Wow. So with a 2-1 victory, Rick Roode is advancing... And we'll take on the winner of Glorious Bobby Roode and Hulk Hogan. And that goes to Steven. Uh, Hulk Hogan. It's just, it's, it, it's Hulk Hogan. <laughs> you know what? I, I love that Hogan song. I really do. It. It's kind of like watching Jason X. The fact that it's the 10th sequel, it's a bad movie, but for a 10th sequel, it's pretty damn good. And that's how I view Hogan's song. But that Bobby Roode song, that it's just one that can be performed on its own just by pressing play. But then for bigger events, you can bring out a choir and... Yeah, so has he done that? I'm voting for uh, Bobby Roode. Has he done WrestleMania yet with that song? Has he had a um, WrestleMania entrance? I think they no. wanted to, but it hasn't happened yet. And I see, surprisingly, that this is going to be one very rude uh Finals as Ravishing Recruit is going to take on Bobby Roode in the finals because I'm voting for Bobby Roode. So in our semifinals, we had Rick Roode beat Beer Money 2-1 and Robert Roode beat Hulk Hogan 2-1. So that leaves us Ravishing Rick Roode versus Bobby Roode. Be an interesting and rude finale. Did not see this coming. Uh, I I did have Rick Rude winning the top bracket, but my bottom bracket was done to start with. So, who'd you have coming out of the bottom bracket? You guys are gonna think I'm crazy. I actually had LAX. Wow. I thought that song fit LAX to a T. And I love it. So I had LAX actually coming out of the bottom. I was hoping there's going to be a little more cheese. Uh, and I thought maybe uh, Honky would have uh, made it through a little bit further, but he didn't. Who did you have? Uh, I had Honky against uh, Sami Zayn ish. Mm, Jones? I Did didn't you? pick it. I didn't pick anyone like me make any predictions this time beforehand. But uh, like I said in the first round, that Bobby Roode won. It, it's uh, it's a hard one to beat on this list. Well, you get to start, Jonesy. So you know, if I'm if I'm going with combinations, then it's got to be Bobby Roode. Uh, the Rick Roode one. It's classic. But there's only so many ways you can do that same entrance before it's the exact same. He didn't change it. That's where that one, as good as it is, it it, it never went to the next step. And, and he never really had a big WrestleMania where he could do that at as far as today's day and age with the lights and and, you know, my God, can you imagine either being all beautiful women down the uh, entranceway or it's all guys and towels? I don't know. But um, 
I, I think the Bobby Roode one is just it it's it's fun to listen to. Hell, you could play it at Christmas time if you want to do with the lights. Uh, that one for me that it, it gets my vote. Okay, so it's been a big week for him because our winner is the glorious Bobby Roode. Um, I'm picking him uh, over Rick Rude's uh, entrance. I put that in the wrong one. Uh, yeah, just it works well. But he didn't win. That's still my vote. Yeah. But the actual winner is Bobby Roode. I only played the finale. I only played my song because I'm the last vote. Uh, <laughs> I was. I got. I always get it teed up when Jonesy starts, just in case that, that's how I'm going to announce the winner. But since I couldn't, I still want to play a song because I like it. Yeah, understandable. <laughs> it's a wonderful song, but yeah, no, he finally got clearance to go across the border, and unexpectedly gets this uh, finals. So please join us on Thursday night, tomorrow night, if you're watching this tomorrow on uh, Scumbags Wrestling Podcast, eight o'clock on uh, Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. And we're going to do our regular segments, such as the news, uh, show results, including Clash of Champions, uh, preview uh, Sunday's NXT TakeOver 31, and we will wrap up with the finals of the Fantasy Warfare Tournament. We're going to start with Fantasy Warfare. Greatest theme songs, and uh, we'll have the winners of the four weeks uh, battled out Representing WCW is going to be the Four Horsemen. Representing the WWF uh, time is the Undertaker. Uh, representing WWE, I'm drawing a blank. Who won last week? Undertaker. Then who won the WWF one? I don't know. We'll look back on things. Uh, I apologize for. Uh, us drawing a blank. It's been a long week for all of us. Um, Jonesy, I think it's looking up right now. The, the final four will also have, obviously, uh, Bobby Roode. And uh, research has told us that it's uh, Triple H the game that won last week. Triple H the game. So, yeah, that was the WWE uh, side from uh, WrestleMania thir- uh, 17 to today. Uh, See kids writing yeah. things down on paper? Actually, can be quicker than trying to look in a in in a computer or whatever. See, I have this like big shoe box that I keep all my wrestling papers in. Well, thank you very much, uh, Chris. It's definitely appreciated on this one because didn't want to totally uh, leave people in a lurch. But tomorrow night on uh, Scumbags Wrestling Thursday night, uh, eight p.m., we will uh, pick the final four uh, and get the actual winner between Triple H, Undertaker, The Four Horsemen, and now Bobby Roode. So we will see you then. And next week, I believe we're going to do something involving turns, whether it's all heel turns or all face turns or a combination of all all of it. You'll uh, see very shortly, and we'll probably announce it officially tomorrow, what the uh, full show will be. Steven, I know you have a lot going on with uh, the COVID uh, and health policies going on throughout Ontario and Canada, for that matter, that you're dealing with. So if you had hair on the top of your head, you'd probably be pulling it out. Uh, but we'll see you in a week or two uh, when we get back to a couple other shows and hopefully things have settled down for you. Yeah, it'll be uh, probably a week or t- uh, probably a week or two. So then they'll hear my hate on again. Exactly. Uh, but we will see you to uh, and uh, Scumbags Wrestling Podcast tomorrow for the finale. 
Jonesy, anything you want to add before we uh, check out of here? Uh, no, nothing I can really think of. Um, the rest of the yeah, game show right now is on hiatus until I get a, a computer. Until then, uh, I'm just, you know, hanging out. Awesome. Okay, so we'll see you everybody again tomorrow on Scumbags Wrestling. Have a good one, guys. Hey, wrestling fans. It's Sean from Scumbags Wrestling. September is Kerry Mel Formation Awareness Month, and we've teamed up with Steven's Wrestling Journey to present this great t-shirt. Proceeds from it are going to help Sick Kids Hospital in Toronto as they do research for Kerry Mel Formation. You can get the shirt for $30 or a poster for $15. However, I'm going to do something better. For the month of September, you get your t-shirt during this month. I'll reduce it by $5, so you get the shirt for $25 or the poster for $10. Contact me through the Scumbags Wrestling Facebook page or email me at scumbagswrestling at gmail.com. Get an amazing t-shirt and help a great cause at the same time.